on the internet i am of course colter fair aka astro and along with me unfortunately (laughs) is my top tier friend my top tier fellow valorant player bottom tier co-host rogan prescott that is the nicest thing you've ever said to me (laughs) hello everyone it's it's good to be here dude another episode just smashing it out right now yeah man episode number eight eight. feels good dude we're gonna bring something special to the listeners for our 10th episode we're gonna try to get (laughs) we're gonna try to get a peasant on this podcast yeah that would be Um, nice it would be nice to get someone other than eric sullivan right 21 mm -hmm. year old white male so (laughs) we are in the market um currently looking for Pretty much think anyone. I think more, I think anyone I think, will surpass what we had well, to deal yeah. with. Yeah, very true. <laughs> no, if you are in a mortal plus, I think it would be cool to talk about an agent with them. You know, yeah, someone who mains an agent besides Jet. Yeah, that's um, that would be great, man. Get some really good, like really top tier player insight on on a certain agent, kind of. It makes me excited. So that uh, that would be great if there's anyone out there that listens to this podcast and immortal or above that wants to jump on. We have uh, open arms. So, um, well, what's yeah. going on, dude? What what do we got? Do you got a hot drink this evening? Yep, we got a hot drink. It is payro again because I don't want to get smacked tonight. The caffeine well, will really plow me into the ground after I wake up tomorrow morning. <clears throat> Yeah, um, I think maybe you should explain just in like a sentence what payroll is because I have a feeling that probably 85% of the audience, maybe 90, doesn't know what that is. That's very true. Um, it is a drink you get from Costco or Amazon. It's like a, ah, uh, it's hard to explain, dude. It's like decaf coffee. It just has like a completely different flavor. It tastes like hay. It tastes like horse hay. Yep. I know. <laughs> I know it does not sound very appetizing. Well, cuz it doesn't have any coffee in it at all. It doesn't right? have any coffee. There's no it's not coffee. It's like a blend. I just I throw some of, creamer in there the, and it yeah. adds a little creamy taste. It's just it, it's like it's quick like a and blend easy. Of, it's a blend of like herbs. Yeah. And and horse hay. Well, I don't have to boot up the espresso machine and yeah. smack a few shots in there. It kind of takes a little bit. But it's yeah, just guys, like with hot um, water. It's like a powder with hot water. Give it a try. I mean, use uh, discount code FSG at checkout for zero percent yep. off for a sponsor. <laughs> hey, um, hey, it's literally hey. <laughs> that would be such a insane uh, sponsor. <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, I obviously have a hot drink tonight, and give it to me. Um. This drink tonight is uh, a little on the edge for me. Um, It is, of course, a large, freshly pressed, piping hot French press of my decaf Pike's Place Roast. (laughs) But (laughs) the voice crack. (laughs) But I, uh, I do have creamer tonight, right? I'm running some natural bliss. Coffee mate, all natural vanilla creamer. So, um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, uh, it, it's nice to sip on, to say the least. So, um, but brother, why don't you tell the listeners? Well, oh wait, do you have any announcements this week that you want to go through? Do you, do you have um, anything? Holding strong in Diamond One, I deranked, pulled it back up. Nothing really new, dude. I've been, pl- um, I haven't been able to play. That much. Yeah. You've um, been smacked. I've been smacked with work. Yep. And hanging out with a girlfriend. Yeah. That's a duo that uh 
that's a that's a hard nut to crack, dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> dude, um, I <laughs> I'm still in plat one. We're just gonna move on. I'm in plat one still. Um, I I think I'm like five to six ticks up. Um, which is kind of exciting. I'm actually two wins away, dude, from getting my act rank to platinum, which would wow. kind of be a, a big achievement for me. So I'm excited about that. That's exciting. But, um, Hey, we did receive a few messages on Instagram this week. So <laughs> just want to thank you guys for that. Um, really encouraging Don't, to know, you know, that people are listening. <clears throat> yeah. That, that was very, even though we begged for it, <laughs> we begged yeah. like little slaves on the street. Yeah. Little dogs just barking, just yipping. We are very We're, thankful. Dude, we'll take it. Yeah. Um, no, it's actually great. There's a, a white male, an iron peasant that ended up messaging us that uh, he told us his rank and just let us know that, you know, the podcast was kind of helping him out. And that's, those are the messages as we want, you know, um, we want to know. We want to help you guys to. out. Yeah. Yeah. That's why um, we want, that's why we want a higher tier player is just to like give pro strategies to those lower tier players just so you guys can rise the ranks quickly. Because I'm not giving you that advice, right? Because I'm a peasant rat, right? Well, yeah. I'm a, I'm a thirsty yeah. camel. So <laughs> I can't give you the advice that, you know, an immortal player could. So that's. Well, you've, you've turned into the jet with the shotgun who just pushes every round and doesn't play with the team. Well, that's far from the truth. Never bought in a shotgun event <clears throat> in my life, so it's actually yeah. a true fact. I actually haven't, which is bizarre. Well, um, anyway, brother, what are we uh, gonna talk about this evening, man? What's uh, episode eight gonna be about? We have another map overview of Ascent. We will be talking. It's gonna be the same um, podcast as Split, but we're just going over Ascent. We're gonna give you guys a site and B-site, attacking and defending sides, telling you guys different peaks to hold, different angles, how to play it. Um, just when you guys do get a scent, you guys will be more excited to play the map instead of feeling like you guys always get smacked on a scent, because I know people do feel like that. Where a scent, it's a, I would say it's a difficult map. It's not very, it's kind of like <clears throat> open, and there's like certain little like peaks that you need to figure out a site's a little difficult to push through. There's a lot of different cubbies that people can hold. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to give the listeners a better idea on the map. And I think that's what we're going to do today. Yeah, man. I, I really liked our episode on Split. I hope you guys did. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's fun to go over these maps and maybe give you guys some tactics that you haven't thought about before. So, um, but first off, um, we're just going to quickly go over the new agent leaks. Okay. There has been a few leaks roaming around the interwebs on a new agent coming to Valorant. So, um, I'm sure that you've seen everything that we have seen because, um, it's literally all over the place, but, um, I think it's going to be a duelist. That's the, that's the word on the street is, uh, a duelist coming into the game. How do you feel about that? Rogan? Um, I'm, I'm excited, man. Uh, I think duelists are very unique agents they have a lot to them i i heard it could also be an initiator but i don't think yeah i'm also leaning towards a duelist um dude, it's gonna be exciting man i think agents like sky like i personally don't like sky but i think she did she just added like a different like play style like for the people yeah. who really do enjoy sky like you guys are probably really thankful for that agent and i think the same like <laughs> it just goes with every different new thing that comes out in Valorant. It just gives that whole other different side on playing the game. So I'm excited for other players to be playing this agent and I might even take on the agent. I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not really too interested in it right now. I think we both saw that video of, it was like a bunch of footsteps on the ground that you could see. You couldn't see the player model. So I think it's hinting towards like more invisibility um, abilities, which yeah, is going to be that's... interesting. I'm not <laughs> sure how I feel about that. That's, uh, yeah, interesting for sure. Yeah, it was leaving, like, these blue footprints on the ground, but there was no character to actually see. Yeah. Um, 
So not like complete invisibility, like a Reina ultimate, but, um, I mean, couldn't see the character model at all. So, um, that's kind of really the only hint, the only leak that I've seen. I mean, you said that you seen a, uh, maybe some artwork of the agent, like a picture of what he might look like. I think, I think he's going to be blue. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be a blue, blue haired white male. I think that's what we know so far. I think right, I would say I, we're like 95% sure he's going to have some sort of invisibility. Yeah, um, that was a I think every every video. leak has been has been leaning towards invisibility. Yeah. Um yeah, dude, I think he might have a mohawk. So whoever wants to play a blue-haired white male, I mean, now's your chance. Nice, dude. Yeah, I'm always excited about new agents. We thought, of course, this is all just speculation. I mean, it could be none of this. We just thought we'd bring it up because it's kind of really been making the rounds on on the internet. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm excited about that. It's always good to shake up the gameplay, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you think, dude? Should we uh, should we get into this? Yeah, dude. Let's. You know what? Let's just get right into it, dude. All right, man. I don't think so... we have anything else to share. I did play with the Radiant. Um, that's big man this week that is so last week actually that is insane <laughs> i got smacked there they dude, just, radiance, you haven't even told just, me about it you haven't told me about the, it at it's all. the aim they have like the, the mechanics they have are just crazy right but you you still see like the same mechanics from like a diamond player but when they're radiant it's like their aim the the way they flick is just gross like it's it's incredible the speed they have <laughs> dude it, yeah. it literally it comes from like hours and hours of aim lab training in like versus like dummies in the practice it, it's hours and hours of it is that what did you ask them what they did to like practice yeah it, it's literally like like that's what aim like that's what training your aim does for our like when we were talking about like peaking and aiming that episode like it, just practicing your aim, getting a warm up in is so big. If yeah. you can't hit, like you can literally win an entire match, get an ace without using a single ability, right? Your abilities right. just like assist you in getting those kills, or yeah, just help you a little bit. But if you have like top tier aim, aim, yeah, then you're gonna be good. That's why like you see people go from CS:GO who have played like a lot. Their aim's still just insane, you know? Like, they might not use their abilities, like, in every way they can, but they just wreck. So that's why, if you're playing against a really good player, like, they're going to beat you in a 1v1 any day. So that's why, throw a flash and then peek. Right. Right? Yep. Just catch them off guard. But, that's I cool, mean, man. it was a 15-15 to 15 tie that we had in that match. It was a competitive, competitive match. He was on a Smurf account. Wow. And that is how we matched up with him. That's insane. He was on your team? He was against us. Oh my goodness, dude. Yeah. We had we had an immortal on with us, so it was, he was um, an immortal one. It's funny, you you mentioned that guy's TikTok, the the radiant player. And yeah. I, I looked him up and it's funny because I'd actually watched some of his videos like weeks ago. So um, that was a legit radiant dude. That's, yeah, I know. Uh, I was, I didn't insane. believe him at first at all. Right. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Wow. But, um, all right, man. So you hop into ranked, you plus, you, uh, press the, the Q button and you get the map ascent. What, what are your first thoughts here, brother? How are you feeling? Um, I feel decent. Ascent is a love and hate relationship. Yeah. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I love it. I used to not like the map, but I'm starting to like it more because I do know how to play it more. Um, so the thing that stands out to me from like ascent to different maps is the doors. It's just like a unique like attribute the map has is that they have like one door on A site, one door on B site. Yeah. Pretty much if you're attacking, you're able to click like a control panel which closes the door. And the doors are very useful because it pretty much cuts off an entire entrance for the defenders to re- retake site after the bomb's been planted. So, for example, on A site, if you plant the bomb and you close the door, which closes off A link, the only way they can come is a flank from where you just came in to A from, which is A main, 
or heaven. And those are literally the only two ways you can get on the site from there. So it pretty much shuts it all off. They can break door, but when they break door, it just gives you information on where they're at. Yeah. So using these doors, being able to close them, it kind of like, even if they shoot it right away, you know, one's there. So then you can rotate in a place where you can hold that angle. So I think the doors are very useful on this map. Um, It's kind of cool to see Uh, on ascent. I would say retaking sites is more difficult, especially on a site. There's a lot of different angles to, to cover. Um, That's like some of the things that, that's kind of what it stands out to me. Um, mid control is really important. Yeah. Almost every single map, like match, someone's just screaming, let's take mid control, which yeah. I think it's, I think it's really important. I think smoking off mid and cat are very important to, um, cause if, if you give up mid, you pretty much give up the entire map to flanks and they have, they have majority map control which makes it really hard if you're not pushing on a site right away and you can just get kind of pinched and in a pretty like tight position. So yeah. I would say mid control is probably one of the most important things about this map. Um, smoking is really important too. If you don't really have a smoker, then you're, I would say you're kind of screwed. Like you can manage, but I think it's very difficult to take mid control if they have an op or whatnot. So those are the things that stands out. Um, not much yeah. else, man. I would say like, that's kind of what I think about when I do get a scent. I'm starting to like it a lot more. I've been playing in little like sneaky different areas, like switching up my um, angles and it's been helping a lot. Yeah, man. Um, how do you I, feel about I like, it? I like a scent. I think it would probably fall in my top three of maps to show up. <laughs> so when I see, um, a scent pop up, I, I'm not really uh, dreading the next 40 minutes. I, I, I get excited about it. Um, not much to really add on what you said. Um, like you mentioned, mid is um, provides a lot of control to whatever team is uh, dominating mid. Um, like you said, this pretty much opens up the possibility to flanks. And that's a big deal. So um, if you're not taking mid control as an attacker you're pretty much forced into two lanes. And so, um, yeah, mid control is big here. Like you said, the smokes, I'm glad you said that. Um, if, uh, no one is going to play a smoke agent on your team here, I would, uh, I would definitely recommend it. Like Rogan was saying, the operator is really, really hard to take down without a player with smokes because this, uh, this map feels pretty open to me. There's always a angle that you can be taken out from that's fairly long. Each site has a long angle and so does mid. So um, this this map really rewards an operator because there's always a place for them. There's never a site or a situation that um, really feels restricting with an operator. So um, smokes are huge um, and mid just allows a lot of sight lines to catch players rotating or just getting free information that way. So, um, but yeah, really agree with you. The doors are pretty cool. Um, you didn't mention, but the, uh, I actually didn't, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I didn't realize that the door on B site, I didn't know where that switch was. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like that might be dumb, but other players might not know either. It's in the, it's on the table of that little boathouse. Um, it's just a little green lever right there. So if you didn't know, like I didn't for the first three weeks of playing, um, that's where that activation switch is. And that'll take off market. That'll close off market. So, um, but yeah, man, do you want to maybe move into attacking? I think we're going to cover some uh, tactics on attacking first. Um, We'll go A site and then B site. It looks like I have a lot of notes here on attacking A. Do you want me to take the the first step here? Yeah, yeah. You can go off with it. Um, so attacking on A, you have two options. Um, either you can go A long as a five-man push, um, and your disadvantage here is you'll be clustered together in A long, and you'll be forced through one doorway. And um, 
like Rogan was saying, there's a lot of little nooks and crannies that the enemy could be holding in this scenario. And because you're only coming through one doorway, um, they're going to have the opportunities to some free kills unless you smoke off areas and flash out, etc. So um, that's the disadvantage with going through a five-man A-long push. Um, your other option here is to take mid-control, and you can take mid-control by um, taking catwalk, and this is going to give you a sight line into um, pizza. Is that what they call it, Rogan? Past archway. Um, yeah. Anyway, it just it gives you access to um, market area of the defender side, and like Rogan was saying, if you smoke off archway, um, you're going to have a lot easier time taking mid. Um, anyway, so the route from here, you can take catwalk into tree. What do they call that? A link? Is that what you said? A link or tree. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, so of, a people, lot of people call it tree. Um, <clears throat> and so this is your alternate path into a, um, the only thing to keep in mind here is that you'll be open to multiple angles at this point. Um, B link or tiles as some people call it is going to be to your back. And if they push through B main, they're going to have an angle on you here. They're going to be staring right at your back. So when you're on catwalk, when you're on catwalk, you're pretty, you're pretty open. So unless you have, you know, pretty solid teamwork and have other players covering your back, you're going to be fairly exposed here. And it's, it's hard to keep your eye on, um, all three angles, archway tiles, and you'll be making contact in tree most likely with two or more players. So this can get really hectic, really fast. If, um, you're not playing as a team. Um, so I just think that this is a good option because if you do take tree, the player that was playing a long or on site of a is going to be forced back or you'll get the kill on them as well because they're going to be assisting the tree player. Um, and this gives you access to heaven through glass. And that's that little glass window that you can break down and go through. And now you're in heaven. So I feel like you have a lot more, a lot quicker control of a, if you come through catwalk into tree, but you're just running that risk of getting taken out in mid, whether that's, um, you know, your teammates not watching your back, etc. You can all always, uh, you know, put some players on a long and some players through mid and split push a, but these are just some things to think about when you're attacking a, just the pros and cons. Um, it'll be a lot easier to break onto site if you're going a long, but your disadvantage there again is being clustered. And I've been trapped in a long before it's hard to break out of that. Once they drop a smoke and start throwing mollies. And at this point, the clock is ticking and players are rotating from B. Because it's fairly um, obvious to see when a five-man push is coming through A-long. Um, both players on the A-side can hear you as well as see you from heaven, etc. So um, you're just going to have to make that push fast and hard and get through that break into site as quickly as you can here and, and just take the site immediately. So, some smokes you should do if you're, doing, if you're pushing out of A-long or A-main um, is to smoke off door or A-link where that control switch is because getting that control switch is really important being able to press that usually you have like four people if you're doing a five-man rush you have four people take sight one person can walk along that wall and press that control panel just to close that off um right at the start is very important another smoke is smoking heaven smoke like kind of on the if you're looking down from attacking side smoking on that left heaven side is really important because then that kind of prevents people from peaking that little angle on heaven. And I know a lot of people can get peaked from there and, and die pretty quickly. Um, planning your smokes before peaking out of a main or any site is really important on this map is waiting for a smoke besides just dry peaking it. Like if you're going to go through catwalk to a smoke off archway and you can even smoke off mid link. Not many people do. Because you you can have other people watching mid link, but if you smoke off archways, then you or and cat. A lot of people smoke off mid and cat. Those are two really important smokes. You're able to peak that angle and just walk up catwalk and get closer, and it just prevents pretty much any ops from getting that peak. So I think I think using smokes on this map is really important. Like we both said, 
especially for taking a site. Yeah. And I think that, um, <clears throat> what would you say on this? Would you say your opponent has an operator that they're using? I think if you take A, it's going to be harder for the enemy team to get value out of the operator compared to B. Would you agree with that? Yeah. It's kind of uh, awkward to retake A with an operator. Yeah, to, to retake A with an operator is hard. Um, so if like, you're just struggling... Like, there's a ton of angles, yeah. If you're just struggling with... Uh, if they just have a savage op on the enemy team, A might be a good option for you to, to make it more difficult for that player to get kills with that. I would be careful of catwalk too, because a lot of people do like they can op, they can op B link, they can op archway. Um, being careful of that because someone can even peek out of smoke and just get a pick. So just yeah, yeah. I would I would also agree. Um, a lot of people can just op B from market or um from CT or get on that wall and yeah. If if you're having struggles, I would switch up to A. Yeah. Yep. And B, um, you can make it a closer battle too. I think. I think B is a smaller, like more like compact site, I would say, where yeah. it, it gets more close quarters retaking site. Yep. So that could be another, it, I think it comes down to smokes, I would say. Did your, smokes I never really flashes. thought of it until you said it. Um, the smokes are a big deal, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you feel it if you don't have any smokes on your team on no. this map. It's really, really difficult to really make any plays. Yeah. You're just, uh -huh. you're just, it's too long on every site, like we're saying, and mid is just wide open. I mean, just super long distance. So, um, do you have anything else to add on attacking a brother? Um, no, you, you did a great job when you do plant bomb. Some people like to walk back to a main. And I think that's, that's useful even to even wine, which is like the very corner of a main and playing, you can plant the bomb so when you're playing the bomb, this goes for everything. If you're playing the bomb and you have sight and there's no like hectic battles going on, you pretty much like hold defending. Don't plan it next to like, don't plan it in a corner where no one is or like where like no one can see it. Plan it right in the open. Plan it for a main. So then if you plant the bomb, you can go back to a main or wine and just sit back there. If you hear a defuse flash out and then peek it and the bomb's going to be right in front of you because you planted it for your position planting the bomb for your position in, in on a site's really important because some people plan it behind boxes or tetris is what people call it and it, it kind of prevents you from if they do hold site from retaking the bomb and preventing them from a defuse so backing off a means important especially if the enemy team doesn't have any flashes left i usually like if i plant the bomb and i see it's a uh, 3v3, right? We have we have a site. They're going to play for retake. If they don't have an omen or brim and they don't have any smokes, I'll play a main. But if they do, then what they're going to do, they're going to smoke it off. They're going to have one person watching that smoke. One person's going to defuse if they do kill the other two people. So then that prevents me from pretty much peeking out at all. If I do peek it, I shoot through the smoke. The enemy guys, he's just going to probably hit me through the smoke and defend that. If I push through smoke, he's going to see it before I see him. Yep. So I think that's important. Um, be aware of just where you're playing on a site. You can get kind of cornered and die by a raise nade pretty easily. If you're in wine or if you're in, um, if, if you're in hell. If, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. If you're in hell, tough, yeah, man, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't play there that much. A lot of people do though. Um, I think it's a, like a panic position, dude. I think that people get overwhelmed and like, this is me speaking from experience. Um, I try not to play there as well, but I know that it's like, if I get forced out of heaven and then there's someone in tree, I like, don't know where to go. So I kind of yeah. just cower into hell. And then you're right. That's when, <laughs> that's when the boom bot comes out and the raise nade comes flying in and you're completely trapped. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry, go on. No, I mean, I think you pretty much covered it. Like, hell is a terrible place to play when they have like the agents that can just clear those corners, like a Killjoy Molly. <laughs> yeah, there's nowhere to go in there. I feel like that's I've, a last resort. Yeah, yeah, it's like hectic. I would say, I'm I'm talking very general, like where this could go with every site. But when you do plant the bomb and like 
your teams all together and you guys are kind of scattering around like not knowing where to play oh no instead of just running around like going hell and then like rotating to generator and then going to door on like tree and like going for a flank now like when you have sight you have time you have like a little slot of time where you're able to get to a position you like without being in a dangerous position so just like kind of stop and stand there with your knife out <laughs> and just oh like goodness. think like where do I want to play? Yeah. Look at their look at the other agents and like kind of like have it in your mind on what abilities they've already used and then and then go to a place where you think would be best. If yeah, they don't good, have good any advice. mollies, if they don't if they don't have any mollies then you could play hell. You know, it's 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 a little bit it's still going to be risky, but I I think it's better, right? Yep. Oh yeah. They're totally. they're going to be able to force you out as much. Um yeah, I, I mean, I think we covered a site pretty good. There's a lot. There's so many things, dude. Like, I think I could honestly talk about it for literally hours. Like, attacking on A, I could actually go on for hours. I'm not even kidding. Wow. I'm stop. I'm holding myself back right now. You're you're pulling back on the reins. I am. I don't. Whoa. This this episode will be a long one if if I let loose. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you just let it fly. Yeah. Well, exactly. Um, let it fly on attacking B. What, what are we doing um, when we're attacking B, brother? So, attacking B, this requires, I would say, some, a little bit of mid-control. So, uh, when, you're, when you're on B main, or B lobby, is what they call it, B link is open to anyone who pushes from mid-cubby, or who's playing, playing catwalk on defending side, to push up catwalk and look down through B link at everyone who's standing there. And then it can also have someone from mid push up as well, and take control of all of mid, all of mid link. And then if you have five people in B lobby right now, right? You guys are playing it slow. They know where you're at with a Sova dart. You guys think you're all safe and, and that you guys have so much, so much like to look forward in this round. They have all of mid, all of it. Cause you guys did not defend that at all. Right? Yeah. Omen smokes B link and they push up catwalk and mid. Like, what do you do? So I'm looking at the map right now. You guys only have B lobby and maybe B main that you don't that you know people aren't, and that is it. You like you guys have given up all of all of the entire map. So if you're gonna do a B push, it goes in two different ways. If you're gonna push really hard, you won't have to take mid control as much. You'll have to watch out for flanks still, of course. That's with any attack. If you push B main B B hard. You don't have to push it hard necessarily, like right away, but when they know you're there, then you'll have to push hard. If you're going to play it slow, put two people on mid link looking at cat and maybe one person on a, just to watch if they push out, like kind of like a default position and then have those two people from B link. You could have someone smoke, smoke, um, catwalk. Two people from B link can walk up mid, take mid control. They have all mid control right now. And then as, the two or three other guys are in B main. They push on site and they take, take more control of that. Then you can have people push up mid. So you're kind of going up mid and B and it catches people off guard because a lot of people play market. So the guy in market right now, he's looking at B main and the, the two mid guys are going to get a dirty flank on him. Take out the guy on pizza and market. And then you have pretty much half the map controlled right now. You plant the bomb, everyone plays on site, defending, and you'll be golden, right? Yep. Um, that's that's more of like a mid-B push deal. If you're going to five-stack it and just rush through, my what I would do is that you got to be careful of Sova and Rays and, and other agents too, but Sova, almost, I've, I would say almost like 75% of the matches, he will always shoot a recon dart through the little top window on B main down into B lobby to get a recon of everyone. He usually always does that. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. to figure out where people are. Cause if he, if he finds four people, people can take, people can start taking mid control. So yeah, exactly. Instead of, instead of pushing up right away, like some people do, they're literally waiting for the force field to drop before they just rush through. Also raise Nate can just shoot through and it literally like knocks three people to half health. Right. And then like, you're already at a fat disadvantage there. So yep. instead of just rushing right through, just like everyone hold on B lobby, kind of in the back, maybe Sova shoots 
the dart. You can wait for the three pulses until it leaves, or you can just shoot it right away, wait for the raise nade to go through, and then then push. You know, go hard after that. Kind of just bleed out their utility first instead of just going right at it. Um, another big thing is that Killjoy does molly up sometimes on B or like Cypher Cages. So if you are pushing that and you guys are held back without being able to push through, then just put two guys on flank and just try to bait out that utility and then take sight. Um, I, this is another big thing that we always see is B main. Someone plays B site, someone, a defender plays B site and has an Odin and will shoot through that wall into B hitting That's everyone. So they'll usually, dumb, they'll, they'll shoot them right away. It's usually Sova. He'll Sova dart. He finds one <laughs> and he'll just Odin like wall bang you to oblivion. <laughs> Literally it's like so dumb, dude. Oh it, yeah. It, yeah. It sucks, but it works so often. Yeah. If he doesn't get a kill, he'll do a lot of damage more than exactly. likely. If yeah. you're just so, going ham sandwich. It's gross. Oh, man. Yeah. It just like disgusts me when they get a kill like that. Yeah. I'm like, wow. That was yeah. unnecessary. <laughs> but um just waiting, like being patient. Um like it like again, dude, I could go on and on and on and on. Um another big thing is that the control panel that Coulter was saying, it's in the boathouse. So when when you do take B main, you you push on site. Have one person like have one person run to control panel and get that like just get the door closed. That's really useful, just because then you can prevent someone from getting those peaks. Um, get that control panel. Have the bomb planted for in an open area. Um, the a back, just like I would plant it in the open, in the open, not like behind certain boxes. Um, just like for your team's sake, like, again, it goes in line. Just like if you have the site and no one's pushing you, you like, you can take your time to figure out a good place to plant it. Like you can plant it right in the open. No one's going to kill you if no one's there. Right. Right. Yep. Um, another thing is that you can fake plant for a, like a killjoy can Molly you. She'll have her, like her setup on B and when you plant it, she'll just initiate them and it'll wreck half your health. Right. Uh, playing yep. on B on the backside B is sometimes useful. You can catch people off guard. Um, it's just a good place to play because there's a lot of room back there. I've kind of realized like you're not yeah. like in a full cubby where like there's like two little there's two doorways to walk out of. So it's not like you're trapped. Like you can kind of have some like room to play with. But that's yeah. another place I see a lot of people. Yeah, work. you can avoid abilities in there. There's enough room to get away from a, a Sova uh, shock dart or a raised grenade. Yeah, exactly. You can, you have some mobility in, in the backside of B. Um, yeah, man. Um, do you have anything else? Do you have anything to share that I missed? Not I know really, I missed a man. lot, but, uh, not really. I think that you did an amazing job actually. Um, like you said, you can always count on someone playing market. That's a, a very, very common, um, place. I think we're going to go over this in defending on B, but, like you said, um, most likely the Sentinel is going to be here. So, yeah. um, yep. you can keep that in mind that that isn't always true. Um, like you said, a lot of people will do that raise Sova combo just because they can slow down or completely stop a push super well, just for the yeah. exact reasons you're mentioning. They have, you're just in a cluster. They can get free info with a Sova dart, et cetera. And that grenade can do a lot of damage. So that's uh, this won't always be the case of having a Sentinel here to deal with, but it's it's very common that a Killjoy or a Cipher will be here. So just keep that in mind. But yeah. um, I think I mean I think you pretty much hit it on the head here, buddy. Um, two two smokes to be aware of if you do have like Omen, just to smoke out Market and CT, and then you can just focus the guys on site, right? Yeah. Like pushing, yep. like don't dry peek the op that's playing CT on defender side spawn, just yep. lay down the smokes first before you push and then flash out and you can take sight pretty well. If yeah. you, like, if you be careful of like all the other abilities, cause like you said, you can get clustered there. Like you really said, get in a bind getting to that door fairly quickly, I think is a, is a good call. Um, just like you said, if you smoke market and CT, you're going to kind of free up that, middle section of, you know, when you're first breaking in and I think getting that door closed is, is huge, but, um, yeah, man, yep. I think I don't have much to add there, dude. 
Awesome. Uh, do, okay. <laughs> I want to mention one more thing. Sorry. You're fine. Smoking. Any smokes. People need to... Ah, dude, I never see this, but people... So playing Omen, I smoke a lot. When you smoke off market, people will put the smoke out farther towards B site. So the smoke isn't... It's like blocking off the doorway and like in front of the doorway. Like a lot in front. Mm, I have been almost always smoking. So the smoke lands right in the smack of market and the edge of the smoke blocks off doorway. So that Mm. is more of like an attacking side smoke. It same goes with every doorway or every entrance smoke like away from you and not like close to you on the door side. Cause then if you're smoking off that doorway on market, someone who peeks off of market, they only have one way they can peek from. And when they peek, you can see someone before they walk out of the smoke completely. So if someone's watching market the entire time, they won't be able to peek out of there because you're just going to see their gun first. And then you're able to close door. Huge advice, dude. Holy smokes. That's a hot tip right there. I've done, I've been doing it every single place and it's, it's the same thing. Like if you're putting the smoke out farther, all the defenders, they're able just to walk into the smoke, get behind you on any way they can, they can, they have so much more room to work with. Yeah. So much more room. Yeah. You're just eliminating all the movement from the defending side. That's a really, really good. I've never, I've never heard this been said. Someone may have said this before, but I haven't even seen people do it. Well, I've never even seen it done. That's what I was going to say. Dude, people always put that market smoke right on the platform in front of the doorway. Yeah. And this gives them access to drop down into that little cubby, like right off the ledge there, or they can work their way to stairs. Like you said, you're giving them a lot more room to work with and a lot more off angles that they can peek you. Like you said, if you're just, if it's the smoke is almost flush with the door, then they're just taking the gamble when they're walking out of there and you have the first shot on them. That's, that's yeah. really, really good advice. Yeah if, yeah. if you guys don't play smokes, just like let the omen know or just start smoking that way. Yeah, dude. That's, that's why people listen to the flow state giving podcast, right? Yeah, because number one, a, number one podcast in the world. <clears throat> there's one good player on this, on this podcast. <laughs> Cold and, stop. And, and at, at times they can, somehow stumble across their words enough to give some good advice. (laughs) Dude, that you could not have said that better. That is insane. No, that's actually, I think that might've been the best tip that we've ever given here. That was a good one, man. (laughs) Literally. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, It just makes so much sense. That's great. I'm kind of like the glass cannon, dude. I'm just so brittle and I just don't provide anything, but I just have those, really rare moments that I do give decent advice. <laughs> yeah. Those rare moments. That I'm like when the I... operator that sucks with no shields. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. Oh. There's just those rare moments like where I'm 120 miles into my 200 mile journey. And I just look up at you with wanting eyes and you look down at me and you just, <laughs> you just bless my taste buds with one of your peeled grapes. Right. <laughs> and I just lap that thing up. Right. Cause I have a fat, long tongue, like a camel and I just snatch <laughs> up that grape and I just start smacking on it. Dude, <laughs> that is like our relationship. In this pod. Um, Dude. Wow. Well, that was beautiful. I think that covers attacking pretty well, man. Yeah. How do you feel? Do you feel good about that? Or I think we kind of summed it up there. I mean, we definitely gave, I think, some some good ideas, some good thoughts for you peasants well, to think about when you're attacking. Dude, if you guys want more ascent like tips, I will literally do a one-on-one four-hour talk about B-site attacking <laughs> in Boathouse. <laughs> How to play Boathouse. <laughs> one position. Yeah. Yeah. Just that one area. Um, well, do you want to um, move on to defending now? Um, yeah, dude. Let's do it. Do you want to start us off on let's, A site? Uh, yeah. Defending on A. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. So you're on defending side and you're going to play A. Where do you go? <laughs> um, uh, some- starting off with a question. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorites. <laughs> I love it, dude. So 
now I'm a jet peasant, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I might play a little differently, but um, having a player that can gather some information on a long is valuable because this is going to let you know if a full five man a long push is coming. Now, whether you gain this information, you know, by peaking, that's up to you. Um, you will have the sight line before them. So this is a, uh, a less risky peak than some, but it is risky if they just are swinging you five players at a time. So um, again, if you're playing Sova and you're not on B, this is a good, a good arrow for you to gain some information here. Put an arrow there and see if, again, like Rogan was saying, if you see four, four players there, um, your team can start to take mid um, because it's most likely they're gonna they're gonna be fully committing to A. So this is the position that I often play as a jet player. I can peek and get out if I see two or three of them. I can maybe get a shot off and get a kill. Um, but if you're if you're not playing, you know, a player with mobility, you can still get that information, back off, make the call to your team. And then do whatever you can to stall. So um, whether that's putting a smoke right there into the the opening of a main, a long, um, or a molly, whatever you can do to stop this full a push from coming, um, the longer you can stall, the better off of a chance you're going to have. Um, also, you're going to want to have a player on catwalk. They have vision to tiles or B link, and this is an angle that the attackers are often going to try and peek on you. Like Rogan was saying, it's also a common smoke. So you might get smoked off here. And now you're kind of in a position where they might be taking mid from you and you don't know it unless you are going to take the gamble on peeking out of that smoke, which I wouldn't recommend. Um, they're going to have <laughs> multiple angles on you, right? Because to your left, that's you're looking all the way down catwalk and you have a side of catwalk that can see you and all of mid and you know, B link or tiles. So, but this player that's playing here, um, their job is to provide, um, quick assistance to your teammate playing on a site. So if they are pushing a long, like heavy, you're going to be the first player to, to be a help here. And so you're, you're going to be wanting to throw your utility at the opening of site again trying to stall and and let your team rotate around through spawn and you know your team can gain access to heaven and defend this way um but other than that i don't really know if i have like those are the most the two most common places that i see played on defense i i have advice um that i personally know from experience if you have are dying when you're peaking a long there are, like we were saying before, there's a lot of little cubbies, nooks and crannies that you can play in A that are going to take your opponents off guard. I really like to play behind the double box. I think Rogan called that Tetris earlier. You can play behind the double box and you have a lot more room to move here. And you can do a fairly good job at fending them off. Um, if that still is not enough, you can play on the right side of heaven um, behind those white curtains. And again, you have a ton of freedom to get out. You are going to be letting go of sight at this point. If they push you out of this situation, you're going to be totally giving up all vision to sight. And and then they can run wild, close door, and then you're pretty much playing retake at this time. So um, don't be afraid to use those little, those little angles. Um, there's the double, the two brick boxes. Um, on the left side of the site. And that's kind of a sneaky little position that you can play. Um, but just get, you don't always have to peak a long. That's what I'm trying to get at here. If you're, if you're dying quickly and you're not getting much information here, then give it up. But it is a valuable place to get some, some information. Um, what do you have to add here, buddy? Uh, that was very well done, man. Um, uh, yeah, kind of like the same with you. I know some people, if if the, um, the enemy does push up cat and they have cat control, and then you kind of know that they aren't a long or a main, um, it's the same thing, I think. We just call it different. Yeah. 
you can you can close off door mm. if you're defending and then just kind of shut off catwalk like from from the people on catwalk to go through to get to a main it kind of just delays that and then people from mid and b can kind of rotate into to tree area and just have more control yeah because you, you can always open the door back up too if they do back out of there so it's not like it's not like the uh, attackers can only use a door for them right you can kind of use it for yourself mm-hmm. also if you are defending you can close the door and then just shoot it right away so then they won't be able to close that door at all because once it's shot through they can't they can't do anything with it yeah so that's another that's, thing i do that's see good advice um defending dude you, yeah man you really covered it i do kind of like playing those double bo- the, the tetris box right in, like in the middle of a site that's a yeah. nice place to play it's yep. kind of it kind of catches people off guard i feel like me too. It's not a very common place to play, and you have a lot mm. of escape. You can back up into hell, or you can go to generator and play yeah. there as well. Um, uh, rafters yeah, like is a, rafters is a good place to op too. Opping yeah. down a main is really good. Um, there's a lot of I think a it's kind of a hard site to. Um, it kind of like if if they have like a really good attacking team, I feel like it's hard to hold. Because they is, just like man. they rush through, and they flash out. And it's, but then also other the times, site. other times it's like it feels like it's easy to hold because it's just one little area they can push through. I think so, it just depends on how many abilities you're putting down there, and yeah. how quickly your team rotates. Um, if it's a full five manner, <laughs> then <laughs> dude, your team has to rotate fast because I feel like no matter what, unless you're just you know winning your your aim duels. They're gonna claim sight more yep. than likely. Another, um, I like, um, yeah, dude, you are very true. A note that you said is how important sentinels are. Like a, a cipher is really good on A. They can really like delay the attackers from pushing on. And Killjoy is just like bottlenecking them all in that one area. Yep. Um, an area that I usually play if I'm on catwalk and I'm looking through mid and mid, um mid and B link. And then like I back off to help like an a push and they're pushing a, I usually sit in tree or a link area and just like watch people running to press on the switch. Mm. And if they're, if in the right, when I hear like the sound of the control panel, I usually just wall bang the smoke. Cause they usually smoke it too. Right. So I'll just start shooting the smoke and I sometimes get a kill through that as well. Right. Um, yeah. Playing for retake. Like if, if you are, if they are pushing site, and you just can't defend it at all, just back off completely and just wait for your whole team to come. Yeah. Like if you are having a hard time to defend it. Yeah. Yeah, letting it go um, is often the right call here. It is, like you said earlier, I feel like it's kind of hard to retake it um, because there are all those little corners that they can be in. But, I mean, <laughs> if you got to get out of there, you got to get out of there. So, yeah. Um yeah, man. Do you have anything else to add? Um, if you're if you are playing on site, kind of in that area, it's hard to get away sometimes. So play on that site if you're like Omen or Jet or Raze, just a character with a mobility and having yeah. that ability to like get away in time. Because, like you said, like it's it's pretty hard backing up and getting out of that. Like, I think like now thinking about it, there's pretty much always a pick always a pick unless someone's not playing on site and they're playing rafters or something. Yeah. You know, like the the attackers will get a pick on that, but yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty straightforward. I mean, not just playing different angles for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to, do you want to go into defending B? Yeah. Um, B site is, I like, I like market, man. Market's a really cool place. So having one one person in market is very important. They have access to to look down mid and to look down B main. They pretty much kind of control that area. So they also have a fast rotation to A2 because they're pretty much like in mid already. Yeah. So having a player there, they can they can look down B B main um and watch anyone who's pushing from mid. Having like a sage wall off mid is pretty useful having a sage to wall off b main is also important um killjoy setups and cypher setups are very important as here as well just like the sentinel role is very important to 
to keep an effective um, defending advantage. Market, it usually gets smoked like we were talking about. So one thing to add is that you can just rotate around a CT and then just watch from CT to B main. Yeah. If you don't want to peek that. Yeah. Because I, I don't like peeking that and I can, I'll, I'll usually just get out of market and run around if they're like pushing on B instead of just risking that, you know, push through the smoke. That's or after the right after there, the yeah. door goes through, after the door is like hit and it's going down, you can just shoot it right away and just break it to get that out of the way. Yeah. Just so like you can help your other team out. And even if you like do get picked off, you'll have you'll you'll be doing something, you know? Yep. Um, totally. I think someone usually plays from what I've seen that someone usually plays B on site. They can play back of B like we were talking about. It's a good place to um hold. <laughs> Kind of funny because it goes in line with like defending the bomb when it's planted and also like retaking it or like defending yeah. the site in general. But yep. Um, yeah, playing backside B, playing CT, you can get on top of that wall right there. It's kind of like in the back of CT where people smoke, there's a wall that you can teleport onto with Omen. So when they do smoke it, you're up above and you're able to, to get an op kill or something and then you can just jump off. And when you jump off, they can't wall bang that corner, so you're kind of safe there. Yeah. So that's a good place to hold. Um, I know Killjoy puts her turret right there quite that's a bit. That's a good turret, man. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's like it's barely showing. For people who don't know, it's like in CT, when you're looking in B main, it's like on these double boxes, and then there's that wall. So Killjoy puts her turret on these double boxes, and her turret barely peeks over that wall. Mm-hmm. So it can get like a dirty... The players are like, it's hard to like shoot it even sometimes. Dude, I've gotten, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I've gotten like 36 to 40 damage on a, on a person with that turret sitting there. Yeah. Cause that's either crazy. like if you're applying some other kind of pressure, it's really, um, it's vertical. So they, they totally need to like remove their crosshair from its normal position and get up there to shoot that. And if there's any risk of them getting shot from another place, they're going to put less priority on the turret than they are the other threat. And dude, that thing yeah. will just rack up damage, dude. It's like, it's nasty. If you're peeking them while that thing is just going ham. Oh, dude, that thing is just going ham sandwich, dude. Dude, it's like better yeah. than Eric. It's insane. Oh, well, I mean, honestly, dude, set a turret in the middle of mid and that thing's going to be more useful than Eric on a, on a good day. Right. Oh my gosh. Let alone Eric on a bad day. You know what? Throw a Molly off the map. That's Eric on a bad day. <laughs> He's about as useful as that Molly. Dude, so. Coulter, your words just speak such truth. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I haven't seen Eric on recently. What's going on? Yeah, I think that's why we're giving him so much hate right now. Yeah, we well, need to bring him back. You need he to may have quit angry. Valorant because of us. <laughs> Dude, holy cow. I hope lost not. all hope. Yeah, we hope not. Um, one thing I wanted to add on defending B when you said, um, you know, like when you get smoked out on market and you know that they're coming through uh, B main, a lot of times I'll spray into like the hallway area. You know, like if they're coming out of B main and they take an immediate left. Yeah. Oftentimes you can get a little bit of damage there or maybe even a yeah. kill. Because that's a popular route once they believe that, you know, they have free passage kind of breaking in. They they have some players watching CT and then they'll often have some players going down hallway and you can get some damage there. Just like shoot a few shots before you rotate to CT or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's just, that's I, a great I like place to, play to play market too. It's really versatile. Mm-hmm. Playing different areas is just so like key. Defending it, it's like I, you, you guys always probably get very um, hard stuck into your own ways, like your own angles that you like. Yeah. But getting out there, just trying different um, play styles on each site is very important. It might feel weird or like mm-hmm. might feel like an awkward position, but just like play in backseat, uh, back site sometimes on B. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Just switch it up. Yeah, switch it up. And um, there is that on B site. I don't. I want to know your opinion on this, but on B site, when you when you're attacking and you push in, some people like when the bombs planted. Some people hold 
like they sit on that box along that wall in that corner of B site. It's oh, like yeah. cornering on on boat. I know what you're talking about. And people about. can wall bang, wall bang from boathouse where that person's sitting, and they just get wall banged so often. Mm-hmm. Some people yeah. just sit up there. Like it can catch people off guard, and it's kind of like you kind of have to jump off of like the little um walkway to get that peak. But yeah. like that guy. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's such a gnarly position. It's kind of like a suicide thing. Like, yeah, like, you can get one or two yeah, picks. But. I feel like it's become more common, like in the last um, month or so, of people pre-firing that corner. I don't really remember people wall banging that when we first were playing on Ascent. I, I agree. Think that's uh, yeah. A lot of people are just becoming privy to the fact that you can shoot through boathouse like anywhere on that wall. Um, both attacking and defending. This is a good point to make cypher is valuable here because or sova if you do uh you know see an enemy player on the other side of that boathouse wall and you're sitting on b site um you know you have access to a kill there so yeah. um but getting a recon like rogan was saying vice versa right there's there's gonna be a player on the other side they're wanting to retake b that's gonna be a pre-fire position that they're gonna hit fairly often these days um they're gonna assume someone's there and they're going to just put four or five shots into that wall. And if you're just doinking around right there, that's uh, <laughs> it's not going to end well for you. But um, yeah, man. I mean, just moving around is is always, I think, in your benefit. Yeah, very true. I thought there was another thing I wanted to mention on B, but it's not it's not coming to me right now. Maybe maybe it's just better left unsaid, you know? Maybe, dude. But well, we'll, we'll bring it back. If you think about think about it, we'll we'll bring it back next Tuesday. Yeah, guys, we're gonna just keep faithful with our our one podcast a week. Are we gonna go two podcasts a week this week? We want to. <laughs> we, we want to. Want okay. This is what I have in mind, Rogan. I I want to get your thoughts on this because we haven't even talked about it. Yes, I would love to do our podcast like this on every Tuesday, giving you updates, the latest and greatest news. Right. And then have a Saturday pod that's like a QA. Or, you know, mm-hmm. Ricky, like Ricky from Indiana wants to know how to how to use an operator effectively yeah. on split. And then like it'll be a listener question episode and we can answer questions and give advice on things that you guys want to hear. And then every Tuesday we're just banging out our normal podcast, what we want to do. Um, yeah, that's kind of like my end vision. And so if someone wants to send us a question, do you want to just make it a point to maybe answer that this, this Saturday? Yeah. Even if it was like 30 minutes, like even if it was yeah, something specific, exactly. it'd if be just, cool to like, keep it like one question or two questions, a podcast. So then we can really answer it instead of just plowing through the questions, you know, I'm, I'm, that's kind of my vision, at least. Like, I think that is like the step that we need to take to actually. I, push I like that a lot. To like two episodes a week, like we can do this twice a week, right? But I think it. I don't know. It'd be nice to kind of have a little bit of a variety in our content, like yeah. Um, and so that's where I'm at with the twice a week deal. If you guys want another another pod, send us a question. Like, what's yeah. been on your mind? What do you want help with? You know, I mean. We're here. I, I can't answer everything, but you know, maybe me and Rogan together can can come up with something that might help you. So um wow. that's that my beautiful. thoughts. That's my thoughts on the Saturday episodes. So I like I, that. It's like Christmas, dude. Christmas this weekend. Happy Christmas to all of you listeners out there. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Hope you guys have an amazing holiday. Um hopefully you're not working Chris, like, Christmas like special Rogan is. <laughs> yeah. Get to work on a mountain though, so that's a plus. Yeah, Rogan just uh shreds shreds the mountain all year. So Yeah. It's kinda cool. You're not working, right? Um, no man. I just work Monday, Tuesday, when oh yeah, so just tomorrow. Um Wow. Just that's tomorrow nice. and then you had a nice yeah. long weekend. Yeah, dude. Maybe I can get some matches in. Yeah. I hope um, you can, dude. I'll be jealous. Well, you won't be jealous when I'm back in silver, but Dude, okay. La- on my on my last parting note, I saw a TikTok. This kid lost like so 
him and his friend went on a four loss streak and it was like 1 a.m. in the morning and one one of the friends logged out. He logs on the next morning and his partner, his friend kept playing until like 5 a.m. And he had 11 more losses. <laughs> like he <gasps> lost all night, dude. All <sighs> night, just hammered. Like he went from like diamond one to like gold three. You're kidding. No, it was savage. That's like, brutal. Like, like, guys, if you lose four in a row and it's 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. and your you eyes are heavy. Click start now. Dude, you have to stop. I can't express it enough. You have mm-hmm. to. You have to. Very good point. So that's just, just my little parting advice. If your eyes are like closing at all, <laughs> you are not going to be on your top tier gameplay. Yeah, exactly. Great thing to add. Um, take take us out of here, brother. It's it's been guys, another good one. It's been an awesome, awesome one. I hope you guys have really enjoyed listening to the number one podcast, Valorant podcast in the world, Flow State Gaming. Follow us on Instagram at Flow State Gaming Official. Send us a DM and a question for us to answer this up and coming weekend. We would love to. Also, follow us on Twitch. We have nothing on Twitch at all. It is dry. <laughs> like Coulter's nipples are dry. I'm not sure if he does have dry nipples, but... Dude, they're sopping wet. I don't know okay. why. They're just, they're just wow. sopping wet, dude. 24-7. Man. I got to wear little nipple diapers. Really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, where do you get those things? Little papper pads. That's what they call them. Get them from a secondhand store? Well, <laughs> I get them from the guy down the road, but yeah. Oh, well, you got to hook me up. Um, get, Dude, Coulter, I'm so excited, man. Tenth episode, it's going to be a good one with the good old interview. <laughs> man, dude, let's go. Let's you're go. Just, you're just making I'm getting pro- butterflies. I'm getting making, butterflies right now. <laughs> you're, making, you're making promises to the people that you can't uphold, dude. With what? We don't know if we're going to have a guest on our 10th episode. We will. I'm going to make it happen. That is straight speculation, dude. Worst comes to worst, it's Eric. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. If uh, if the people liked the Eric episode, give us a give us a comment because he is he's at our at our mercy and he's frothing at the mouth to get on the pod (laughs) at the next given opportunity. So. Um, very yeah, true keep that in mind all right this is a second run of the outro <laughs> you guys have been listening to the flow state gaming podcast episode eight where we covered the map overview of ascent we both have hoped you guys enjoyed this episode coulter you are my dog okay that's it everyone catch you guys next week or this weekend bye bye